the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Ron Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Good day to you. Better day to the Cubbies, right? Karma's a little bit of a thing at times. Cavaliers up 3-1. to one. I'm sorry, Golden State up 3-1 to one against the Cavaliers. And Indians up 3-1 to one against the Cubs. And, uh, well, don't work out. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air today. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, let's talk about the markets a little bit. And Facebook is going to be something we hit. And then we'll talk about the economy. We'll talk about uh, investments. We'll talk about whatever you want today or ultimately whatever I see the story unfolding as. SP 500 has been down for seven straight sessions. It's pretty brutal. It's awful. It's time to get on the ark, or it's time to build an ark if we haven't done so. If we go down 40 straight sessions, we'll probably be close to zero. This is reportedly the longest losing streak since 2011. I want to cry. I'm upset. Okay, I'm really not. I remember hitting an all-time high not that long ago. So when you give back... And you kind of like find your levels. Facebook's down roughly 4%. Um, you might be thinking Facebook's down, maybe we're down eight sessions in a row. There's a lot of time left in the trading today for where we go. That's kind of one of the issues there. Um, what's important to note about that, in my opinion, is something along the lines of um, I don't really care about day to day. So you could see Facebook uh, and some silly things like Zuckerberg's fortune drops 3.7 billion in two hours. Um, it's on, in paper, yes, but not in reality. So think of what a good year he's had, what a good 12 months he's had. Uh, but people like things like that, right? 
So there's some enthusiasm over the Chicago Cubbies winning the World Series. First one since 1908. Um, will that turn around the markets today? A lot of people are a little bit sleep weary. Um, no losing streak in Chicago. Lessening some concerns out there today. Uh, will there be a hard Brexit? Yes or no. After the High Court of the UK ruled the UK government can't trigger Article 50 without a vote in Parliament, where many members reportedly are hoping to be able to maintain single market access. So the British pound is up on that news today. A bounce in oil prices. Uh, oil is at roughly $45.70 a barrel. Oil got to 50, 51, and it's like, no, not going any higher. So we got a surprisingly strong third quarter productivity number uh, on Wall Street this morning. Uh, business sector saw the non-farm, and it's so funny. So many of these economic statistics are, you start with the, phrase, the word non-farm, because we used to be really a farming society um, 200 years ago. Non-farm business sector labor productivity broke a streak of its own, uh, rising at a 3.1% annual rate. That's the first increase after three consecutive quarterly declines. So unit labor costs increased three-tenths of 1%. That's just going to bore you to, to, to sleep, because it's boring me to sleep. I'm not doing labor productivity. I'm not going to do it. So, other pieces of data out this morning, initial jobless claims. Um, Yesterday, we got an ADP report that was, eh, at best. It wasn't good. Today, we see first-time unemployment claims rise 7,000, 265,000. That's a great number. It's held below 300,000 for 87 straight weeks. So, we have high expectations Whereas little orphan Annie once said, we've got high hopes, we've got um, high hopes for the labor number that comes out tomorrow, tomorrow, I love you, tomorrow. Um, so the labor report comes out tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to go on Star Search this season. Not Star. Oh, good God, it's showing my age. <laughs> star Search with Ed McMahon. Um, yeah, I was thinking, trying to say American Idol, but out of my head came something even older. So the Bank of England emerged from its policy meeting today with no real surprises. So I can't say when I'm looking at this that this is adding up to all that much. Facebook falls, Fitbit sinks, Whole Food pops, Zynga gets zinged. Um, so we're in earnings season, if that didn't hit you. So, did you see the Facebook post going around yesterday that if you fill out a three-question survey that you would get a $275 coupon at, to Whole Foods? And people are actually doing it. Zynga shares are getting zinged today. The maker Farmville and other online games had a big quarterly loss. Revenue fall, fell 7% from a year-ago level. Daily active users declined 5%. Whole Foods, who I just talked about kind of briefly, is there was a scam post going around yesterday on Facebook. And people that I know were taking this survey. It was like a three-question survey. Have you ever bought from Whole Foods? Is it delicious? Have you had a bad experience? Now post on your Facebook page and share with all your friends that I like Whole Foods. And 
we'll give you a $275 coupon for essentially three minutes of your time. So Fitbit, well, Whole Foods, let's do that. They reported earnings and beat expectations. Uh, the grocery chain has reported five quarters of falling sales as established stores and uh, it faces intense competition from retailers ranging from Walmart to Amazon. The company announced that Whole Foods co-founder John McKay will take back full command of the company after splitting the CEO role with Walter Robb for the past six. Um, that's a company that, boy, it, it doesn't ever seem to be steady right now. It seems to have like one good quarter and then it falls apart, one good quarter and then it falls apart. So it's near a 52-week low, and they came up with a concept that, hey, let's come up with a cheap grocery store. And Whole Foods has got the dubious distinction of being nicknamed Whole, Whole Paycheck. Um, if you get where I'm going at with that. Um, let's see what we got here. Um, I'm looking at P. You know, you look at Whole Foods, and it doesn't have a lot of downside unless you think things go a lot, a lot, a lot worse in our economy. This company has shown that they can hold these levels over the past two years. Fitbit's not having a good day. Uh, their stock sank to a new low. The wearable fitness device maker warned that holiday sales will be much weaker than expected. Companies blaming the shortfall on soft demand for activity trackers and manufacturing problems related to its new Flex 2 device. So Fitbit, how bad are they getting hit? Do you want to know? Imagine getting hit with the ugly stick. You go, man, that kid's an ugly kid. He's been hit with the ugly stick. Now imagine climbing all the way up to the top of the ugly tree, falling off and hitting ugly stick after 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 ugly stick on the way down. So Fitbit's a $9 stock. It's down 30% today. That ain't good. 52-week high of 38. It's at 9. That ain't good. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up in Palo Alto in the middle of November. You can sign up for the event, lunch or evening, at robblackshow.com. We never see Santa Claus. What's that? Who's he? No one cares for you. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So Whole Foods is in the news today. Their sales decline at established stores are easing. Co-founder John McKay is going to take over as the company's sole CEO, sending its shares up on that news. Pioneering organic and natural food grocer, who, I'll be honest, uh, when you're single, you're shopping there a little bit more often when you're trying to impress on dates. Uh, but when you get older and have kids, you're probably at Safeway or somewhere cheaper. Do you really need all that goodness, or do you need food in your belly? So all that goodness at a cost or food in your belly at a discount? 
So there is a limit people will pay for healthy and organic, just like there's a limit what people will pay for homes. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Let's bring in CFP, Chad Burton, to talk a little financial planning. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Chad, what's the process of putting together a retirement plan? It's got to be big. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that go into it, and there is, um, I think a lot of people approach it the wrong way. They almost lead with the idea of portfolio first. Okay. That's really not the way that you do it the right way. I mean, retirement is such a big issue. It's it's harder transition than becoming an ex- empty nester. In some cases, even going through a divorce because you're transitioning from feeding your life savings to drawing on it and having a limited resource. So the first step is gathering data. When okay. we sit down with people, it's it's everything from expenses to estate plan to desires to Oh, boy, all sorts of things that you have to go through to say, what do you picture your life as in retirement? What's going to motivate you to get out of bed? So it really comes from the gathering data phase to almost the counseling phase. And we've walked through this process with people before and gotten to the point where they're like, wow, I don't know if I can or I'm I'm willing or ready to retire. And they they actually end up either um, practicing, taking longer vacations for a while until they figure out what they want to do. Um, to even doing some part-time work or changing careers because they realize they just don't have the hobbies or the motivation to get out of bed yet. Retirement is often a trial and error thing, too. Some people try it for a while and realize they don't like it quite yet, and they go do something different. Um, and then, So once you go through that process, that gathering the data, that counseling through the life change, um, and a lot of times, Rob, it's, it's different for a husband and wife. What they picture retirement as, they haven't talked about it. You think they would, but they're both working 40 to 60 hours a week, so they haven't sat down and said, what are we going to do together in retirement? It's not, they, just have an it's age. not that they haven't talked about it. It's that we stop hearing the wife after about 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> you with me? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's push forward. Or the, you're not responding to me. Are you even listening to me? No, I'm just processing, right? We're just processing. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so the next step is once you do that, then you... Do some rough calculations to see if the person's even close to being able to retire. Okay. So, again, a lot of people that are in the sales world of financial planning, selling products, selling annuities and garbage like that, um, they'll lead with the investment plan. But first, you have to do really uh, detailed calculations. And the initial ones are kind of rough calculations to see if somebody's even close to retirement. So before you pull that trigger... Um, you know, a good financial advisor can tell pretty quickly if somebody's even close to having enough. You want to make sure somebody has enough money to last till they're age 100 in liquid assets because that's how long people are living now. And healthcare and science, technology, it's all coming together. People are going to be living longer and healthier. So you, you can't retire too early. Now, if you're close, then you go through the, in the process. The next step, we typically do Social Security maximization calculations where we use... Uh, powerful software to, to run different scenarios on whether people are going to live a long time, a short time, uh, how it works in terms of the tricks in Social Security. You can't do this, the tricks that we could do a couple of years ago, but you can still re- file restricted applications and still play a little bit off of each other's benefits to maximize Social Security income. It's a large part, usually 20 to 30 percent of a retiree's income, so you have to do careful planning with Social Security. And then you go through that income design process. Okay. 
And that says, okay, I have taxable accounts, I have Roth accounts, I have cash accounts. Which one am I going to pull from first? And once you do a, that, again, a rough income design, that allows me to finalize my three-year of safe money uh, equation for that person. And again, that's typically you take all of your needs, your expenses that, that you gathered in the data gathering process, and then you add in taxes and healthcare costs and all those desires in retirement, minus things like Social Security and pensions, and that is then your portfolio draw every year, and you need three years' worth of that in cash. And then once you get through that process, you rerun the projections with the plan distributions that you've come up with, and then do a couple of planning uh, things on top of that that we can go into if we have time. Got about a minute. Uh, so, well, yeah, then you look at things like, do you do Roth conversions? So you want to fight the IRA tax trap. You want to consider your IRAs as a first source of either income or convert a little bit each year from the date of retirement to age 69 so that you can build up tax-free income. Um, and then once you agree on the approach, once everybody feels comfortable with the income design, the asset allocation, then you implement the plan. And then it's a matter of monitoring the plan, Rob. And and for the first couple of years, that's a quarterly meeting to make sure that things are on track and that you're rebalancing the portfolio and taking the income they need. Good stuff. A retirement plan all about gathering data, counseling, calculations, maximizing Social Security, designing the income. A lot going on there. You can find out more by visiting newfocusfinancial.com at Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. So I absolutely love uh, living in the Bay Area. Here's the top three headlines in the San Francisco Chronicle business section. Complaints of syringes and feces rise dramatically in San Francisco. Check. UC Regent recorded asking actress if he could hold her breasts. Check. BART janitor raked in $270,000 in pay and benefits last year. I wonder which one I'm going to read first. Let's check the BART janitor who raked in 270000 in pay and benefits. I know the UC regent asking to hold an actress's breasts is, tantal- is uh, tantalizing, and it is what it is. I'll just pass for now. How much can you make spending your days cleaning up BART stations? One BART janitor raked in $271,000 last year. Uh, Ling Zhaozhang just might be one of the world's best-paid janitors. In the Bay Area, where salaries and cost of living are notably higher, you'd expect this position to pay more. But seriously? $271,000? He worked overtime. He made an extra $162,000. So when you're getting on BART this weekend, and you're selling out 7 8 bucks, whatever it is, you, you, you'll see the problem. <laughs> I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show.
Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. See, I'm having trouble logging into an account. All better. Google Home is getting some nice reviews today. That's a product that's competing with Amazon's Echo. Google may be late to that hardware game, but it doesn't really matter because... Not enough Americans have really established themselves with Echoes yet. Um, and that could be a problem for Amazon in the sense that they keep coming up with these cool products, but Google or Apple can kind of copy them and put their own spin on them with a, a bigger user base pretty fast. Uh, New York Times said it's best to think of Google's home as Google's version of Amazon Echo, a Wi-Fi speaker that reacts to voice commands so you can play music from streaming services like Spotify, get news, weather updates, call an Uber, or get answers to basic questions like how many calories are in a baked potato. Google Home is much more googly take on the concept, injecting the search giant's vast knowledge of the web's information into its new assistant and pulling together a lot of services you probably already use with Google, like Google Calendar, Gmail, and Search. Great googly move. Um, $129 speaker, plug it in, fire up the new app on your phone, connect the speaker to your Wi-Fi network, log into your Google account, you're up and going. Pretty easy. What will Apple's response be? In the last earnings call, Tim Cook kind of was... He's like, yeah, that's a nice product. It's a little like Jay Little there. Yeah, it's a nice product. Yeah, it's nice. Um, a lot of people are getting tired of Tim Cook. A lot of people are off with his head. Head on a stick. Head on a stick. <laughs> idiots. Um, so what's my take on the Cubs? What fascinates me is you'll see Cub Championship hats today. Like, how do they do that so fast? Like, the moment after Chris Bryant picks up the ball and throws it to first, there's these hats, championship ball caps. Uh, Cub fans have been waiting more than a century for the triumph, obviously. So you can imagine that some were pre-made, right? There was a lot of pent-up demand. New Era, which makes baseball's on-field headwear, manufactures the base of its championship caps ahead of time, adding the World Series championship embellishments to a neutral color palette and leaving out the team identity until the final pitch is thrown. Once it's done, they immediately add a colorful flourish to the winner's name and logo to the caps and off to the distribution center. So workers are delivering them this morning, so you can have a new lid, so to speak. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, talk a little real estate with Tony Mendez. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. This 25-year-old musician moves from Texas to New York, Brooklyn, and he gets a place for 450 bucks a month. Now, the problem with it is 450 bucks a month is nothing, right? And a musician in New York, that's a good place to be. Um, his His room... Measures nine feet long and four and a half feet wide. So it's 36 square feet, roughly. Um, 450 bucks for that. And it's a crawl space, which typically houses dead bodies and clowns that crawl out of it in the middle of the night to scare children. That's pretty small. That's pretty small. Um, but, 
and again, I know people who've done that. When I first moved to California, I dated a girl, Christy, that she, she was in a place pretty small. It wasn't that small, but it was one bedroom that was everything. It had a kitchenette. It had, you know, the shower. And she showed me her electric bill was four bucks, four bucks in a month because she wouldn't stay in that crap, in that hole. Um, she refused to stay there. Like she would sleep there. Yes. But with the lights out, um, all of her time was spent at a coffee store. Some of it was spent at a local like bar watching soccer. Um, so her rent was incredibly cheap and she was able to make ends meet in a very expensive area by living in a very small space. But I've never seen a new one and I've seen some funny things. I've seen the guy who lives basically in a coffin in San Francisco where it's basically six feet long and about four feet tall. Um, so it's a trunk in someone's living room. He lives in a trunk in someone's living room. You can't even stand up in it. This one you could stand up in, but it's a crawl space. And again, let me give the measurements. Nine feet long, four and a half feet wide. Just play with that, people. That's... Uh, what people are willing to do to make ends meet and what people what are, you are doing. About, fool? I think it's fantastic. Um, I wouldn't want to be in that crawl space during like an earthquake or anything, but uh, it's good. What do you think about timeshares, Tony? Um, I see a lot of people that have timeshares that are trying to get rid of them. Uh, I think timeshares, and we all kind of run into these here and there uh, through our lives. Um, I think they can make sense if you can use them. If you are the, a family that vacations four or five times a year and you want to go to these types of places, it may work for you. It, it actually may financially work for you. But if, unless you do that, uh, I don't think it makes sense at all. It's just a you know, $25,000 to $50,000 payment on your credit. Yeah, and I think there's better ways of doing it now. Um, for instance, the Grand Wailea has got a members club that you can pay $1,500 for. They'll give you $500 credit this year, $500 credit next year. And you basically, it's kind of a timeshare kind of thought um, where you get discounts on rooms and discounts on food and discounts on spas. And I don't like the idea of buying a place that I only get for like two weeks of the year. Well, that you- another way to think of it, too, and I get your point. Um, there are different way, ways that a lot of these nice places across the, the world are trying to incentivize. Uh, whether with a good credit card or a membership that you know that you can buy into and get I've discounts. I've never met anyone who bought a timeshare that was happy after three um, years. Well, think think of it this way: Let's imagine you have a timeshare and it costs you five hundred dollars a month. Okay. Okay, and you use it four times, five times a year. Let's say it's in Tahoe. Well, let's say that you go out and actually probably not going to be able to use it five times a year. Right. Let's just say that you buy a vacation property instead, and you actually can rent it out, and then you can use it four or five times a year. You can let friends use it four or five times a year, and you actually are negative cash flow on it five hundred dollars a month. Right, but this time you actually own a property as opposed to not really owning the property. You only kind of own the lease of that that property. Um, so there are different ways I think people are are thinking, especially on the West Coast. You see a lot more of the timeshares on the East Coast uh, of buying into the, the kind of vacation mentality, uh, and I like the vacation angle, the vacation property angle as opposed to timeshare because you're, you're looking at an expenditure every month. Regardless, why not own the property instead? So one of the biggest crimes and fraud in the last 10 years have been tied towards people who are willing to help you resell or sell your timeshare. Um, you have to be very, very cautious on this. And some of the things to watch out for, the complaints um, were about 819 in 2009, 2100 in 2010, 6000 in 2011. So it's, it's fertile ground for ripping people off is what I'm trying to say. Is If an agent comes up to you and says... Um, 
I'll, I'll help you resell it or I'll help you sell it. Never ever give them cash. Never ever give them a money order. Never ever, um, sign something that you don't read. And that's brutal because I just signed a mortgage that I didn't read every page. Um, it would have taken me easily a week to read every single thing that was written on it. And you have to kind of, kind of a jump of faith, right? It is. So. It's it's quite intimidating to say uh, I'm going to sit here for four or five hours and read every single page, which we've done. I've sat through through signings like that, um, and you have to you you have to know that people are cautious about things like this, and they they may have been burned in the past. Um, so there's nothing there there are scams out there, and I think people should be aware that um, it, the easiest thing you could do is to check your credit to see if that's actually your credit. Um, and nobody's accessed that. People, only 50% of the people out there even know what their credit score is. The other 50% um, aren't accessing their credit reports. That's the easiest way you can check for any fraud um, that you've had. And, and don't fall for any scams. Um, you know, I, I have this argument with my wife all the time. Who's on the phone? And I, I'm always, this, because you hear her talking. And, and um, in the past, you know, may, she may have made a decision to buy something. And now She's a little bit wiser. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. It's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Broadcast revenue for the National Football League. It's been stunning. Climbing to $7-plus billion per year. And if you go back to 19... 66, then you'd say 76, 86, 96, 2000. The last 50 years, it's basically gone from nothing to $7.5 billion. Um, and ratings are starting to plummet. So a lot of people are saying, you know, have we hit peak sports viewership? So this has big implications for companies like Comcast, NBC, which does Sunday Night Football, NBC, uh, ESPN, Monday Night Football, CBS, 21st Century Fox. So they all paid a lot of money to broadcast games, and uh, it's important. So when you represent athletes as an agent, each team, you know, getting a couple million dollars, you do the math, and you're like, okay, this is what, you know, we can do for 50, 55% of that kind of thing. Um, so this ecosystem of the NFL is being threatened right now, and... Uh, too much football, too many games, is the elections, what's the excuse? All I can tell you is mathematically, numbers don't look good. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget to get a big event coming up in the middle of May, uh, in the middle of November. Uh, Palo Alto, the Elks Lodge, going to do a lunch event, which you get free lunch. Uh, talking about income and retirement and the evening wealth preservation retirement planning all at the Elks Lodge. Sign up at robblackshow.com.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Thanks for listening to the show. I so wish I could sing like Sting. He looks good. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I like talking business news for sure. Um... But also, I like talking what to do with your money. You know, when you're a teenager or when you're like six and seven and eight, you keep thinking of these momentous birthdays. Like, when I'm seven, I'm gonna. When I'm eight, I'm gonna get a bike and jump across the canyon. You know, birthdays are huge, right? And then you get older and you're like, I'm gonna be an adult at 18. When you're 14, you're like, in four more years, I'll be able to vote. <laughs> Okay, so no 14-year-old saying that. Maybe I was. So a lot of people think I was like a Michael J. Fox kid from Family Ties, that I was a little Republican with a little Republican lunchbox and a member of the debate team. Farthest thing from the truth. So birthdays have big, 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 big meanings to people, 20, 30, 40, 50. I've got a friend who just turned 50, and he's freaking out about it. Um, He'll actually sit in the parking lot of... A hospital's emergency room, wondering if he should go in or not. Like, that's pretty bad. Um, he had a baby late in life, and uh, I think some of the pressures of that, plus the pressures of getting older, you know. Jeez, when you turn 50, you're like, I only have so many years left to work, right? Well, how about 70? For the two and a half million or so baby boomers expected to become septuagenarians this year, you are once again reaching a key age in the eyes of the government. It can bring big consequences on you and your money if not handled properly. 70 birthday candles is a lot to blow out. Probably not a good idea. Start of the year, 70 and a half. I know you're saying, why, why does the government do this? You have to take withdrawals known as required minimum distributions from any pre-tax retirement accounts, including your 401k and your, most of your IRAs. Taking money from these accounts is something many retirees have been able to put off until now. We're seeing a good amount of people that haven't had to use their retirement savings. That's because a lot of older boomers still have pension income and can cover their expenses using that as well as Social Security. If you haven't begun drawing down on accounts, you'll have to start, and any withdrawals will be subject to federal and, in many cases, state income taxes. So you have to look at all your retirement accounts. It's one of the right reasons I, I partnered with CFP Chad Burton um, to merge my investment advisory firm into a financial planning firm uh, 20 years ago because you have to look at all your accounts. You go from wealth accumulation to wealth distribution. At 70 and a half, you're distributing. you got to claim Social Security if you haven't already begun. Even if you plan to continue to work at that age of 70, you have to be employed and receive the maximum benefit amount. The extra money will only help. The money you make will count towards your best 35 years of determining your benefits. 
And you should also rebalance your investments when you're 70. Things are, you're running out of time. Tick, tick, tock, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock. That's how the clock feels, right? The chances of you living in the 90s is greater once you've reached the age of 70. So you got to maintain purchasing power with that money. Um, what percentage in stocks? What percentage in bonds? What percentage in short-term investments like cash or money market accounts? Depends on your spending and your expectations. Um, so that's what you get when you turn 70. you got to start thinking about some of the mathematics. So a Swiss cafe is offering robot sex services to accompany your hot drink wants to open in Geneva by the end of the year. So in Geneva, you're going to be able to get a cup of coffee and robot sex. Um, I wish I could make this up. I can't. Uh, there's a company called Bradley Charvet. Uh He runs a Swiss escort service, Face Girl. He had originally planned to employ sex workers to entertain clients, but legal issues wouldn't allow him to do that. So now he can get a cup of coffee and sit down with a robot. Nature, <laughs> Will Robinson. That's, that's where we're going. Um, lifelike robot women. Costing in the range of 1800 to $3,000. Um, is that the end of society? It, it, it certainly feels pretty close, right? Certainly pretty close. Other big stories out there today. Uh, Prince is in the news. A little dove crying action. Most closely watched contest in music industry has been for the songs of Prince, who died back in April. He didn't have a very good will or trust, and it's a shame because he had a thing in his life where he didn't want his music overplayed and put onto. Uh, poor-sounding streaming services. The first major deal for Prince's music has been reached. The star's songwriting rights are going to Universal Music Publishing. No determination on the money, but it's big. and That's there saying, you know, Prince, he has a lot of good music, and we're going to make money off it. So the deals could give Universal long-term administration rights to Purple Rain and Dove's Cry. The idea is that they're going to work very closely with the estate on the catalog of about a thousand print songs to make sure that all his fans from around the world will be able to hear it and access it. Um, so Prince never sold out, but his heirs sold out. Um, the rights to Prince's publishing catalog, the lyrics, the chords, the melodies are particularly valuable. Prince maintained tight oversight of this, and in 2014 he managed to regain full control of his publishing. Prince died without a will. His value of his estate was as high as $300 million. So most Americans work till age 70 and then distribute their wealth. Prince died early, and he's still making money. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.